0: Hello, this is Dave Donabedian, Chief Investment Officer of CIBC Private Wealth Management, with the latest in our series of market updates. The first quarter of 2020 was the worst quarter for the stock market since the middle of the great financial crisis, and you know well the reason why, COVID-19 and the paralysis of the global economy that has resulted. Over the next few minutes, I'm going to discuss the most critical issues we'll be focused on in determining the path for the economy in the months ahead. I think of these issues as markers along the road. Our assumption is that a recession began in March and that it will get very ugly in the second quarter. There's a lot of effort now by economists to quantify just how bad it will get. I don't really think that's the right focus. I think we should just concede it's going to be awful and focus on the more important question, which is when will this recession, really this intentional recession, end? In other words, when can the economy begin to recover? There are three areas we're intensely focused on to answer the question, and those three are policy, Asia, and COVID-19 itself. On the policy front, the Federal Reserve has unleashed more stimulus and rescue plans in the last month than I think even the most diligent Fed watcher can keep track of. It's way beyond anything they've done before, even during the great financial crisis. Last week, a fiscal rescue package was signed into law, amounting to $2.2 trillion or about 10% of GDP. Again, like nothing ever seen in peacetime before. Yet because of the completely unique and uncertain nature of coronavirus, we can't be sure that these policies will work. So we'll be assessing on a daily basis whether these various measures are having the intended effect or not. It's too soon to know on the fiscal package because it just became law, but there are encouraging signs on the cumulative impact of the Fed's dramatic actions. Daily liquidity has improved and trading is smoother in most corners of the credit market versus just two weeks ago, and that has served to reduce overall stress on the system. On the fiscal side, the goal is to tide over cash-strapped businesses and households, essentially to throw them a lifeline so they can survive long enough to participate in the recovery that we know will eventually happen. The size, the scope, and the overall aggressiveness of this CARES Act, this fiscal package, is very impressive, but rapid implementation will be critical. And that's not typically the hallmark of the federal government. So there is some implementation risk there. The next critical market is what's happening in Asian economies. Because COVID-19 hit there first and has subsided, we might be able to use developments in, say, China and South Korea as leading indicators of how and when the economy here might hit bottom and what a recovery might look like. So let's just for a minute take a look at what's going on in China now. Uh, China will likely report a decline in first quarter economic activity. It'll be the first such decline since the 1970s. But more recent data points to beginnings of a recovery. The Wall Street Journal reported in late March from a number of industry sources that about 90% of pre-virus production in China has been restored. And official Chinese government data that came out on March 31st reports an outright increase in manufacturing activity for the month of March in what's known as the PMI survey. I would take that with several grains of salt, but the point is there are early signs that the Chinese economy is already recovering. And their COVID-19 active case count, so the total cases minus those recovered, that peak occurred in mid-February So it's indicative of a pretty quick response time from improvement in the health data to the initial stirrings in the economy. Our final marker is, uh, I think, a really obvious but important point, and that is, the quicker the insidious health impact of COVID-19 lessens, the quicker economic life can begin to return to normal. So the path of the virus from here is critical to all of the other underlying assumptions that go into a forecast. And if you look at the course of COVID-19 spread in other countries and many of the health models that have been built, it is hoped that the growth rate of confirmed cases slows sometime in April, followed by a decline in active cases in May. Now, based on the experts, that seems like a rational expectation, but we have to acknowledge that the margin for error is large. Putting it all together, here's our baseline assumption on the economy. The second quarter will be the biggest quarterly economic decline in US peacetime history, we believe. If COVID-19 behaves consistent with most of the epidemiological models, it would allow for economic normalization to gradually begin in the third quarter, followed by a potentially strong recovery taking hold in the fourth quarter. And we'll be looking at policy impact, developments in Asia, and the path of COVID-19 to assess whether this outlook is on track. Thank you for your time. As always, we appreciate your attention and your relationship with our firm.
1: For more on this and other topics, subscribe to this podcast and visit wealth.us.cibc.com. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group, LLC, and the Private Wealth Division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Concepts expressed are current as of the date of this document only and may change without notice. Such concepts are the opinions of our investment professionals, many of whom are Chartered Financial Analysts, holders or Certified Financial Planner Professionals. Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards Incorporated owns the certification marks CFP and Certified Financial Planner in the U.S. There is no guarantee that these views will come to pass. Past performance does not guarantee future comparable results. The tax information contained herein is general and for informational purposes only. CIBC Private Wealth Management does not provide legal or tax advice, and the information contained herein should only be used in consultation with your legal, accounting, and tax advisors. To the extent that information contained herein is derived from third-party sources, although we believe the sources to be reliable, we cannot guarantee their accuracy. The CIBC logo is a registered trademark of CIBC used under license. Investment products are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed.